This week, the obvious question is, what do you want to be remembered for? I'm Mike Carvisano, and each week one of the hosts, Joe Bertalek, Bob Meyer, and myself, asks a question that may seem to have an obvious answer on the surface, but once we get into it, there's much more underneath, and we invite you to help us find answers through comments on our site, obviousquestion.wordpress.com, or on our Facebook page for The Obvious Question. And hey, if you like the show, we hope you do, please share it or give us a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. When you're gone, when you've shuffled off this mortal coil, how do you want to be remembered? What is the legacy that you'd like to leave in the hearts and minds of the people who remain? Not quite sure why I started thinking about this, but you know, um, just from that, you know, you get older and you start thinking about your legacy or your kids, and you know, I've got a daughter that's getting married, and thinking about, you know, what what's the most important thing that I want to be remembered for? And it sounds like a simple question. And I do have the answer for myself, but I have a feeling like if maybe I discuss it with both of you, that I'm going to come up with something else. And I don't know why I want to pose this question, but I have a feeling that maybe it's deeper than it than it really is on the surface. Or I might throw something out and maybe you guys challenge me to say, well, I don't think that's what you want to be remembered for. Maybe my question is more about, you know, what would you guys remember me or somebody else remember me for? Because do I even really control the answer to that? Because I'm not going to be here. So that's the question. What do you want to be remembered for? Yeah. My, Bob, I think the, the answer I have initially isn't so much what do I want to be remembered by, but that I do want to be remembered. And I, I remember, you know, some 20 years ago, maybe, and it's probably around, yeah, about 20, again, 20, 25 years ago that I was thinking about this and what the thought popped in my head. And it was one of those painful ones. Maybe you're going through the same thing now where it was painful because I thought I want to be remembered. And it came like, out of nowhere. It wasn't like I was sitting about and reading a book or thinking about memories or anything. I just thought, I want to be remembered. And then I started thinking about, you know, what does that mean? And why do I feel that way? Why does it matter to me? Like, uh, you know, if I'm not around anymore, why does it matter that I would say today that I want to be remembered? So I, I'll think a little bit here about what what I'd want to be remembered for. But I think the basic thing is I would want to be remembered. And by that, I mean by the people I know, not in a sense where I'd have like a statue or you know, be famous for something that that doesn't really appeal to me at all. But the idea that people that I know, friends, family, certainly, you know, my kids and grandkids and and maybe generations from now, you know, that they would somehow remember. me. Gosh, the thing that's killing me about this question is, is my immediate reaction is, yeah, yeah, I want to what I, I want to be remembered, but I don't know what I want to be remembered for, which makes me, you know, I guess a little bit where you are, Joe, a little bit. I want to be remembered but it does make me wonder, why do I want to be remembered? What is it, what is it about me? I'm not going to be around to notice, to enjoy them remembering me, right? So I guess what, what, I'm more, uh, what I more want is to be able to inject some positive something that goes on, mm-hmm. right? Maybe, maybe it's, and, and whether or not they remember it was me doesn't really matter. It certainly is not going to matter to me, I don't think, right? So, but, but, and it's different. You know, what do you want to be remembered for? I'm telling you, well, I don't really care to be remembered for anything because I just want to do a positive thing. You know, it's, it's a little bit different because my ego does scream, I want to be remembered. I want to be thought of as, as I don't know, insert great adjective, you know, kind mm-hmm. and, and caring and cool and, and funny and, you know, these things, yeah. right? Uh, 
I hope that when I'm gone, I elicit good emotions, make people laugh. Remember when Mike did this or whatever? I would like that. I would like that. Um, but ultimately, what I think I want to do is is inject my little <laughs> cultural pill into the people around me that mm-hmm. that makes their lives better after I'm gone. Yeah. I was reading this, uh, I think you guys might have read this book, the Bill Bryson book. It's like a, a short history of, of everything. I can't remember if that's the exact title. Um, but that's what got me thinking. There's all these people that were inventors or creators or discoverers of different things, but somebody else got credit for it. So they weren't remembered for these things. Somebody else was. And, you know, that's what got me thinking about, like, what do I want to be remembered for? And will people really, you can't control that, too. And that's kind of the cool aspect of it. But I think, you know, for me, I just go about living my life. If my kids remember me as a cool dad, that's cool. I think they'll remember stories about all of us, though. And th- that's the interesting aspect. Like, I don't know if you've ever run into somebody that you haven't haven't seen for, for 10 years. Maybe it was a friend or somebody you worked with. And I always find that they'll relate to a story. They'll be like, Bob, I remember this time we took this business trip and, uh, you know, we, we we didn't have you know the equipment that we needed and we went out to this warehouse and we had to improvise and we had to climb up this ladder and I, I stood on your back and I went up there and then I ripped my suit. Do you remember that? And I'll be like, no, I, I don't remember that. People have told me stories before that clearly I have no recollection of, but it was important to them and I was in the story. And I think those things are cool and you know I don't control it, but it's I think it goes back to what you said, Mike. I just I just want to be remembered. I want to be in the story. In a good way, right? Not like, oh yeah, I remember that guy. He was, he was, a, he was a jerk. Like, gosh, you know, who would want that? So, maybe kind of me thinking about the question is just it's that question of, you know, am I doing the right things? Am I, am I gonna make it there? And you know, when I'm gone, people will be at my funeral and they'll be like, yeah, man, that guy was a good guy. He was cool. You know, I remember him. And then they go on, they live their lives, and ultimately, the sad thing is, my my real question late. Early, I was thinking is, and it and it's a worse question is, does anything really matter? Because at some point, none of us are remembered, and then it's all a big damn black hole, and nothing matters. <laughs> oh no, this is falling off a cliff. Yeah, no. but but you know, because I'm a meditator, I get to that that duality of nothing matters, but everything matters. Once you can live and be comfortable with the fact that nothing matters, and you don't need to be remembered, then everything matters. So. Yeah, I, I had very similar thoughts to what you guys are talking about. And I, at one point, I, I thought, I've got to ask this question. It's a tough one to ask, but I've got to ask it. And the question was, is there any unfinished business? Is there anything we need to talk about that we haven't? And let's not wait till it's too late. And I addressed the question to my kids, to my children. I don't remember talking to any of my friends about it. You know, I certainly didn't talk to you guys about it that I remember. But I asked them the question. And and uh, one of them got back to me right away. The other one said he had to think about it. And then the third, um, we've kind of been talking back and forth. But I thought that the sure way to fix the, the inevitable problem of, yeah, he was, he was a real jerk about that or whatever. The way to fix it is not to be that person, right? Is to be the person that, that your dog thinks you are. I remember that expression from years ago. You know, the, the way the dogs jump all over you, they think you're the greatest thing in the world. You know, it's like be that person to, to everybody that you meet, everybody that you know. I don't think it's possible to necessarily influence everybody that way. But for me, the people that I care the most about and the ones, my friends, I'd want to be a good friend. I want to be a, I want to be connected in that way. 
and be a person that's viewed as having had a good life and and done good things in their life. And like like you were saying before, Mike, there are a lot of superlatives out there. For the most part, I don't care about the statue in the park or the, you know, he created this or he did that. But that other superlative, the one like he was a good dad or he was a good a good friend or a good uh, a good person to call on, a good a good person to sit and talk with, you know, those kinds of things for me would be the target. And to try and answer your question, Bob, in terms of how big is that package? How, you know, what does it look like? I think it's as many as you can list that that are connecting with people in a way that you're doing your part in the world. You're making the world a better place. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it really comes down to. And if if I'm not, if I'm messing people up or if I'm messing up, you know, my, my family or friends, and then that question I'm asking is, what do we need to do to resolve this before, you know, before the inevitable, you know, end to, to my life, you know, where I <laughs> see, I look back, I won't be looking back at anything, but other people look back and say, yeah, he was okay, but, you know, or, or that kind of thing. I'd much rather fix those today, mm. you know, if I could. That's a hard one. Yeah. I find a lot of comfort in in a thought. It's just a thought like any other. I'm going to say it like it's true, but, you know, who knows if it is. That the universe seems to me to have a purpose, right? Some purpose. I don't know any any tiny piece of the universe, you know, whether it's a natural thing or a work thing or something between that doesn't happen for a reason. Like there's some sort of reason something happens. And so I believe ultimately the universe has some reason. I'm not going to say, you know, there's some creator or that it's just a, a natural model. I don't know, but there's some reason and I'm part of it, right? We're all part of it in some way. We're right now we're the, we're part of the way it's expressing itself. And so in that way, I think that, I do have a part to play, a small, it may be teeny weeny, but just like anything, you know, you, it's the, you know, butterfly flaps its wings and a tornado happens across the world. I think, I think that happens with us too, right? The way you live your life will be, will have ripples through, throughout, you know, the people around you and that affects how they are and how they treat others. And, and I think, uh, I may just be a, a wave in the great ocean, right? That will be here for just one moment and then the wave will be gone, but I'm still the ocean just like you are. And so I impact the other waves around me. And, and I think that I get, a, I got great, great comfort out of that. Yeah. Whether my wave is remembered, I, I, I like being part of it. Yeah. I mean, the wave mm-hmm. analogy is a great one because, you know, at least for me, I believe that we, we all, struggle or strive for individuality and and we want to shine our own little star but in a way we're all connected and we're all part of this bigger thing and we don't really know what that bigger thing is but that's the beauty of it that you know almost go back to the it's just living your your life and for me what matters most is not necessarily how i'm remembered because i won't be here but it's like can i wake up in the morning and feel good about the day or feel good about the people i'm interacting with that if something did happen and Bob slips off the curb and gets hit by a bus, that I don't have to worry about that. You know, it's, I, it's, it's not, it's not really there. It's not a, it's, it's a question I don't need to ask. And maybe that's why I asked it is to say, do I need to ask this question? Do I need to worry about yeah. what I'm going to be remembered for? You know, or, or what goes in your obituary, right? I mean, how many times do you, you see the real lengthy obituaries for people? And then I've, I've seen some real sad ones where it's just like, you know, Mary passed away. She was 88 years old. She lived in blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, gosh, that's it? That's a long time to live just for a two-line obituary. Sad. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's funny because I have a little different view on it. And I, I occasionally do read the obituaries, especially the local ones here, people that I might know. But I, when I see the real long one with all the accomplishments and stuff, I think you had to write that all down. I mean, you had to put all that out there. People didn't know that. It's like, who cares? <laughs> to me, it's like, like, I don't read it like, oh, wow, this person is really cool. I'm going to remember him mm -hmm. forever. Mm -hmm. But it's more like that, you know, she was, she, it, to me, it may be a little something like she was here. She did a great job. She was a good friend. Um, you know, she made a difference in the world. Something like that, to me, would be, it would capture the moment more. And, and it would, for me, it would capture a life, you know, a life well lived. And as you're saying it, that thing, the, the voice that comes in my head, that the sound I'm hearing is, made a, a difference for the better, impacted my life in a positive way, made mm -hmm. the world a better place. You know, those, uh, getting away from, you know, all those superlatives you were talking about before, Mike, I, I'd love to have those all listed, but that other little set of things is more important, that somebody would look at it and say, yeah, that guy, he made a difference. He, and it, like you said, Bob, it could be we had that trip one time, we laughed about it, you know, we had a good time, mm -hmm. uh, we did some crazy stuff together, you know, it's all in there, but um, I think anything beyond that beyond that smaller piece gets into too much detail for me. You know, it's like, yeah, cool. He was a good guy. You know, a, a funny thought I had is <laughs> uh, how many people in the world today, like 6 billion or 8 billion, I don't even know what the number is anymore. Let's say 6 billion. Mm -hmm. hundred years from now, they're all going to be dead. I mean, everyone we know today, everyone you know, that's walking around a you know, hundred years from now, they're all gone. Every one of them. Now, some people live beyond a hundred, so it'd be a few, few people from, from now, but uh, yeah, it's going to be, it's gonna be a tough moment when everybody dies. It's a lot of people to remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And right, glad right, you think right. it's so optimistic too. Joe. Thanks, thanks, Joe. I think you just turned off all six million of our listeners. <laughs> well, you'd have some to of them didn't realize this yet, and you just yeah. broke the news. Yeah, yeah. yeah. terrible tragedy is going to happen here in a hundred years. Yeah, I, we're, we're, yeah. Go ahead, Bob. Go no, ahead. I was just saying, it's just, you said like the impact you have on somebody's life. I mean, maybe, you know, for me, it's, it's, it's interesting that that's not discussed, right? Like, and maybe that's, I'm, I'm keep peeling back, like, why am I asking this question? Because why do we always wait to have that conversation? And it sounds like, Joe, you may have had some of these conversations, like, is there anything we need to discuss? Or like, why do people just pass away? And then it's like, ah, oh, you know, yeah, I, we didn't. We had an argument twenty years ago, and we hadn't talked since that time. Yeah, yeah, and it was prompted. You know, I, going to class. Remember, um, we did some training on on the work with learning organizations, and it was in my head. And I remember telling the the instructor, the professor at that time, it's bugging me. And he wrote it up on the board, you know, on the whiteboard, and he said, "Let's just pay attention to that. Let's just look at that as we're going through the class in you know, the first couple of weeks." And every day I'd go in and I'd sit there and you know, look at it, and I think. You know, why does this matter to me? Why am I asking this question? Why do I want to be remembered? What What's going on? And I think that's the beauty of it. That's the that's the beauty of your question, Bob. It, it's almost like I don't want to answer it. I just want to ask that great question and say, what's going on? What? Why am I asking the question? Why do I want to be remembered? And then from there, your, your head goes crazy and your brain goes crazy trying to do the right thing, talk to the right people, have the right experiences. You know, maybe you walk down the street, you think, well, maybe I will help that person. You know, even I want to be that guy, you know, maybe makes you mm -hmm. a better person in the end. It makes you actually makes you a better person just by thinking about the question. You know, if, if you didn't matter, what have yeah. you remembered? You could be a real skunk. I mean, you could go out there and you know, piss people off, be a real jerk. And there are people like that, right? Yeah. They, they go about their life like that. They'll be remembered. Yeah, I go with things. the simple. I just want to remember. I want to make somebody smile or make somebody laugh. That's that's it. You know, that's simple as that. 
You, you know, I, as my final thought, I, I know we're coming up on that time. Uh, you guys helped me pare this down a little bit. I was thinking, Joe, about, you know, be the person your dog thinks you are. It made me think of, of my dog, you know, my dog. And recently, we, we lost one of them, Stella. She passed she passed away a couple of months ago. And I, and I was thinking, when I think of Stella, I get a feeling more than I think of stuff. You know, like, I mean, I don't think of the things she did. I mean, maybe I do every now and then, but I get a feeling about her. And I was thinking, that is something I think I'd like to switch to. I'd like to aspire to a feeling. You know, that when someone, you know, thinks of me, that it comes as a feeling. That it comes as just that, you know, that meditative warmth, that thing that happens that, you know, they could have examples, but they don't necessarily have to have examples. You know, and, and it goes on for as long as it makes sense to go on. But I think that's what I'm going for. I'm going to shoot for a feeling. Yeah.